0: by the pricking of my thumbs. Something crappy this way comes. Now, I'm sure Will Shakespeare wouldn't mind if I adulterated his Macbeth for this New Year's Evil review. And you see, that's why I've done it, you see. Macbeth, because of New Year's Evil. You see, there's a reason to it. You can understand. There's a reason. Surely you can understand. Please say you understand. Yes, there is a reason to it. And... I'm not saying it's all crappy, but uh, quite a lot of it wasn't great. First of all, I mean, well, before we get to the first match, by calling it New Year's Evil and by saying, yes, Vic, the first 30 minutes are without commercials. Uh, Yeah, you're making it something a bit special, aren't you? It's not a premium live event, but it's... It's on the road to a premium live event, isn't it? Premium live event welcomes careful drivers. You'd see that sign around New Year's Eve, wouldn't you? And um, I suppose it ramped up a few of the matches. There's there's a few special matches here. Which implies, because this is like an NXT episode, it it implies that NXT usually isn't great. And um, and it is, a lot of the time. It's got bits that I can laugh about and, and argue about and take the mickey out of. But, you know, it's pretty good at the moment. And I just don't think this really hit the mark. Now, Blair Davenport versus Lyra Valkyria for Lyra's Women's World Championship was all right. Um, it could have been a bit longer, I think, you know. There was some good mat work early on. Davenport came off the top onto Valkyria, and Valkyria seemed a little bit incapacitated, really. They worked a headlock. There were some nice Valkyria strikes and a clothesline, a crossbody and a, a step-up into Guri. Very nice. And there was a Blair Davenport falcon arrow. Very nice. It was from the top, wasn't it? But you've got the kick and the Samoan driver for the Valkyria pin, and afterwards... Um, Lopez came in with her... She hasn't got a money in the bank thing, has she? So, it looked like she was trying to cash in on her breakout tournament win. It doesn't work that way, does it? Have I missed something? Do you get an, do you get an attempt at any time to cash in any time if you win the breakout tournament? I don't think so. I think she might have misread the rules. Anyway, out comes everybody, including Tatum and Paxley, and they all start fighting. And, and here's... Where things started to be a bit of an issue, Ilya Dragunov is not cleared to wrestle tonight. Now we do know that he didn't suffer the injury that we that it's thought that he suffered, or that the WWE would like us to think he suffered. D- did he? The general feeling is he didn't. So we've still got that situation around. He's not. He can't wrestle. It must be, you know, in a really bad. Must have had a really bad injury. But and you've got Rich Holland later on talking about how he suffered injuries himself, and we'll see some pictures of those injuries, including a foot that looks misaligned. It's not very nice. It's the kind of thing that you'd see in, um, in, you know, you know when um, James Carnan, and Kathy makes misery when he's hobbled. That sort of thing. But I don't want to see that. And then he talks about how he doesn't want to be hurting people in the ring. And he's very upset. What are you, what are you dragging off? Don't worry, Rich. I don't think it did very much to him. I think it's probably a, a kayfabe thing, isn't it? Or an angle thing. But Trick won't be able to, to wrestle him. So there's a big match that's not going to happen. But don't worry, folks. They've got a really crappy alternative for you. Now. You've also got problems with Dragon Lee. So he can't be with Wild and Cruz. Because I, don't, I think he's... Has he got problems... Has he got visa issues? Or is he injured? It's one of the two. And these of course, um, fighting the own quarter catch crew. Now, Charlie Dempsey, uh, Mr. Regal's offspring, won't be there. Because he's in All Japan Pro Wrestling. And I hope he does very well. There were apparently... Charlie Dempsey, um, chance. Which is great to hear. So, they need to have um, another person to to be with Wilde and Cruz. And, considering it is the kind of World Order sort of feel, who could that possibly be from the main roster? I mean... People have guessed already. Yes, it's Carlito. Yes, he gets a big cheer. Yes, he plays it down. That's really nice. It was all right, this. But, you know, there's no quarter-catch crew. Drew Gulak and um, and Damon Kemp and Miles Bourne. He's called Miles Bourne he is, isn't he? See? They're not really... They're not... They're the catch crew, but they're not catching fire, are they? Maybe Dempsey will come back from all Japan Pro Wrestling with a new sense of his own importance and take this somewhere because by gum they can't do it at the moment so we got a good a good flying um, good, good flying from Cruz earlier on he will actually make an enormous dive it's got to be 30 foot that hasn't it 20 foot maybe I mean he really he dived on all of them and he he stuck that move he, he got that. if he hadn't he would have crashed and burned in an exceedingly difficult way he really he almost grazed the lights with that. With that dive. It was wonderful. You get a wild springboard drop kick. You've got Kemp Suplex and a Gulak drop kick. Carlito taking them all on. Of course he does. When he comes in, he takes them all on because he's from the main roster, folks. Where people are better. Then you've got an enormous clothesline from Mr. Bourne. And Cruz hits his 5'40, I think you call it the 540 splash for the pin. It wasn't bad and at the end Gulak wasn't happy with his two compatriots and of course Carlito spat Apple in his face which I always found disgusting because it's not just like spitting in your face, there's matter in it. There's matter it's like you've hopped a loogie and spat it in someone's face. I don't like it. I do like the phrase hocking a loogie. I think that's very nice. It's American you know and I am British but I can use American phrases. I don't I mean, I don't use the, I don't schedule, I don't do route, I do route, I do schedule, because I speak in the proper English way. Some would say, I don't want to start an argument. (laughs) Now, here's your alternative to the main event. It's Grayson Waller. And, um, he wants to fight Trick Williams, and he wants to fight him for, I think, for the number one contender, I, I mean, I might have zoned out at this point. For the number one contendership, now, I mean, we've got a Grayson Waller is returning to scenario here, but he wants to fight Trick Williams for the number one contendership. Now, I don't. I, I'm sorry I had to point this out, but Trick's already he's already won the number one contendership, so we don't have to have the match. It it, it doesn't have to be for the number one contendership. Grayson Waller could just have said. All right, I'd like to fight you, mate. Okay, let's fight. But it doesn't need to be... Because he's already won the number one... What's in it for trick? What on earth is in this for trick? Apart from the spirit of competition. I'm not going to win anything, mate. I can only lose. If I'm right, which I might not be, I did zone out a bit. Now, next we've got Roxanne Perez, who surely will be going to the main roster soon, versus Ariana Grace who they are grooming for that main roster because they really like her beauty queen character. And so do I. Now, Grace offers the hand because he likes to do that to begin with. Um, There's a nice roll-up. He tries it from Perez. Guillotine on the ropes from Ariana Grace. Now, Ariana Grace, or or Andiana Grace as I just called her, Ariana Grace can be quite nasty as well. Big suplex from her. She trash-talks. And there was a quiet split chant, a kind of let's go rock, let let's go, Grace, that sort of thing. I can't quite hear you. What are you saying? And a big, big Perez shots because she likes that. Basement shop, shotgun dropkick was lovely. She won with pop rocks. Grace was still getting angry um, because she got in her face verbally. And she suffered a bit of a beating with a crossface afterwards. And the referee, because Roxanne Perez did something afterwards, after being verbally abused, reversed the decision. It's not as if she used an object to win. It's not as if she put her feet on the ropes to win. It's just that she's got a bit of a hair trigger and a different attitude, remember? Now... That attitude was being ballyhooed earlier on. It's good that she's got a different attitude. Now it's gone too far, hasn't it? And we're talking about anger management. This is the thing. Oh, he was such a nice boy. I mean, he, you know, he used to kill cats and rabbits, but, you know, I, I thought that was a good hobby for him. And now he's killed 14 people. It's that, isn't it? Oh, she, it doesn't have to be here, of course. But it usually is. Now, it's gone too far, and we will get the anger management thing, and there'll be some legs in this, Ariana Grace. Storyline, but why reverse it for that? I'm afraid you've, I'm afraid you've taken the spirit of competition to bar and you're not playing within the rules. Oh, right, but it's all right for somebody else to bring a chair in then, or, or, or wrestling in a kind in a in a mud pie match or something like that. It's all right then, no rules around that, are there? Or have a farm hand or servant match later on. Because them rules are laid down by the NWA, aren't they? You know, they came around when Luthes was around. He was the, the one who... And Sam Mushnick, they were the ones who were interested in that. No, they weren't. Oh, you can see I'm a bit energised about this, can't you? Now, we've um, we've got... It's a funny moment, actually. Uh, with Nicky Lyons, having, a, having a, a, a sort of verbal go at Blair Davenport when she's still got a sore neck from her match. She's she's wandering backstage, not looking in the best shape. And <laughs> Nicky, Nick, is it Nicky on a key? In the yeah, end, Miss Lyons is still having a go at her. Leave her alone. Right, someone's going to be a servant mucking out the stables. Oh, no, that's the farmhand. Mucking out the stables or serving me in my tie and some olives. It's Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley. It's all right, you know this actually. I have to say, uh, early on we've got because actually it's quite a knockdown drag out affair. This Henley smacks Stratton earlier on, pushes it on the outside. Um, Stratton can't seem to get any offense in. So what does she do? She goes for Henley's hair, and she does get some offense in, and she gets the upper hand. A sort of cross face. They work it very nice. A big slap to her. There's a very um, there's a high cross body after Henley gets a few shots in and gets all hyped up. Ah! And sure, Michael's is apparently telling us on Twitter that I've just had a call from a former WWE superstar. Where are you? In your office? Call me on the office phone. I'm always in my office. I'm never at home these days. I don't know. Is he actually watching? I've no idea. Now, we get a um, a Stratton Spine Buster. She misses the prettiest moonsault ever. Then we go, they both go over the top. It looked a bit nasty, actually. Over the top rope, not over the top, as in, you've gone, you've gone far too far over the top. A bit like um, Roxanne Perez in the previous match. Yeah. Um, Stratton gets a, a chair from the outside. The ref stops her, and Fallon Henley wins from the distraction, really, with the kick. So, this is going to be good, because Stratton, her work is fabulous. She's going to be... Ha- I mean, the word, ooh, is going gonna, is gonna, to... It, and maybe even Gross might be there. Unless unless people don't say that anymore. Um, but she's going to do well with that farmhand thing, isn't she? I think. Now, we've got the Dusty um, Memorial. The Dusty the Dusty Memorial. Dusty Classic, isn't it? So you've got to form tag teams. And later on, we will see Nathan Fraser. Frasier. Fraser. Nathan. With Axiom. Now that's going to be a superb combo, I have to say. And so people are trying to form alliances. So Bron Breaker has to convince, not Bron Breaker, Baron Boredom has to convince Bron Breaker, that's where Bron Breaker comes in, that he wants, that he should tank with him. And the way he goes about it is by saying that Bron Breaker is an ordinary son of a gun and all that, and you, you know, and it virtually calls him a nasty piece of work. But the reason why he does it is because he wants to run through people and Brombreaker can do that. And Brombreaker understands that and so they will have a duo in the Dusty Classic. And actually, it might work. Although I don't want to see Baron Boredom or Brombreaker in the Dusty Classic. So it won't work. The team might be good, but I just don't want to see it. Anyway, Nathan Frazier and Axiom are going to win, aren't they? Maybe. Now, um, the returning Miss Jade is making herself unpopular in the locker room, we already knew this, it's happened several times before, we get another example of it, and I don't see the point, do something else with her. And here is your men's breakout main event, or title shot, title, yeah, anyway, they both got to the, to the main thing, it's for the title. Whatever that is, yeah, the, the men's breakout. Is there a cup? Is there a plaque? A small plaque? I don't think there is. Anyway, it's Riley Osborne, who's got Thea Hale, really going for it. I mean, just, just doing a kind of, I mean, she's kind of lost it. She's always lost it in the crowd. Oh, she's she really goes for it. I mean, I admire that, but it's not. It it it's a bit odd to see sometimes. And he's fighting Oba Femi. Now, I wonder who's going to win this. Well, they've really tried to tried to do a bit of bigging up for Riley Osborne recently with the storyline with the Hale, And I'm sure that will continue after this match. Why? Because Oberfemi just beat him up. I mean, you've got to give Riley Osborne a little bit of offence. They do give him a tiny bit. There's a It's a moonsault, I think, if I remember rightly. But that's really all... Oba Femi is so much bigger and you can tell that they want he's the one they want Um, and then you've got got a nice Femi backdrop he takes his time on this because he doesn't need to worry, he's going to win a big slap, a backbreaker now although Riley Osborne tries to put him down he falls to a bear hug some big shots Femi showing his power as you might expect and Riley after he gets that bit of offence he's just dumped to the mat and then there's a massive power bomb for the pin. Sucks to be Riley Osborne. Because he'll have a storyline with Dea Hale, probably, where she's still trying to get with him and trying to, you know, convince him that he's actually good. And, I mean, he's, he's with, they're both with Chase U, aren't they? And what um, JC James said to Andre Chase is, I'll take over now. I'll take it from here. I mean, she's not... I mean, she's got no curriculum experience. She's not a tutor. She doesn't understand the uh, the examining boards. She's got none of that stuff. Oh, I'm getting bored with this Chase you thing. I really am. Now, Mello hypes up Trick. Because Mello's got me thinking, Ah, this is all right for me now. I don't have to say this should be a triple threat. I don't see him saying that. Now that the title is not involved. He was saying that when he thought the title was involved. Wasn't he? Yeah, there you go. He, but he's hyping Trick up and Trick says he wants to beat Waller on his own. It doesn't matter whether he does or not, to be honest. Oh he does, doesn't it? Because he won't get the number one contendership if he doesn't beat it, but he's already won it! Okay, so Famiglia are leaving the building. Uh, Stax has got his tag team championship belt over his shoulder. Just carry it in your bag, mate. You don't need, we know you're champions. You don't need to do that. Now, OTM earlier on had made some incendiary remarks. I, I couldn't be bothered listening too much, to be honest. And they talk about them flapping their gums and they don't like them. Then they open the boot of their car or the trunk if you're in America, and there's Joe Gacy. Inevitably, I mean, I don't. You know, you, you, you could, you could take out your washing out of the basket, and he'd be there. You could open a burger bun and he'd be there with his face on the burger. I don't know. He's all over the place. He's in your crawl space. The only thing he's not in, as far as I'm concerned, is my good books. It's not his fault, but he's been given a really bad angle. I'm so wacky and zany. I could be anywhere. (sighs) Could you? Yeah. And unfortunately, one of those places you can be is on my TV on NXT. He deserves a bit more, to be honest. I thought when um, Schism went, I thought that... When that went, I thought that... I thought that he would be given something a bit special, but no. Now, Grayson, one versus trick. Whoop, that trick. What? Whoop, that trick. I like it. What? It's terrible. It doesn't... It's not... It doesn't go with the... You've got to be syncopated with the tune... I'm not asking you to rap, Booker T. What I'm asking you to do is just to to adhere to the beat. Just a little bit. A little bit. I thought that Booker T at one point called Grayson Waller, Grayson Wallaby. (laughs) Which is the most interesting thing in this match. Oh dear, you've got a trick slam earlier on. You've got some um, booze when when Grayson Wallaby um, bails. Then there's a of knee to the back of the head, which is, I mean, a bit nasty. Some trick big shots and a nice double stomp from his opponent. And then a kind of Boston Crab from Grayson. Um, it's too low, really. He leans back on it, though, and trick does that. I'm crawling to the ropes bit. Then he suffers a nasty spiked DDT, and out comes Kevin Owens who gets the distraction so that so that Trick Williams can hit the knee for the pin. What's the point of it? I, I, I hear you asking. I hear you asking from miles around. And I have to say, no point. That was your New Year's Evil main event. Was there any reason for it? No. Did we want to see it? I suspect not. Do we have to see it? Yes, we did. And that's the way I feel about New Year's Evil. It was okay. There was some good stuff in it. I'll tell you what, though. Not as much good stuff as there is in Patreon.com. I love these segues, I do. Forward slash S-N-M-E. An S, an N, an M, You need to get those together because there's loads of pop culture and wrestling podcasts on there. They're really good. And there's also this one. So if you were thinking, I wouldn't mind spending a bit of money to get really quality work, then this is about a dollar a month. No, it's not. It's about a dollar a week. I keep getting this wrong. I'm not a good salesman. I used to be, but that was it. That was a long time ago and there were no cars on the road then. But about a dollar a month, if you feel like you want to pay for something that's really good quality, this is what you need. I listen. I love it. And I didn't love New Year's Evil. I wanted to. They look like they got some good matches coming up. But as soon as you announce, Ilya's not here tonight. And as soon as you announce, but look at the opponent. You're onto a loser. Ta ta.